Brewing with Style is brought to you by Northern Brewer with fast shipping, expert advice, and all the ingredients and equipment you need to make the best beer possible. Visit them today at northernbrewer.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Brewing with Style show. Welcome. We got Tonight. style. What's our style? I'm expecting some greetings, greetings. Baltic Porter. Baltic Porter. Speaking of balls, I mean, uh, Ticks. You know, uh, speaking speaking of fine uh, fine beer styles, how about that Northern Brewer, huh? That's the place to get all your needs met in terms of brewing supplies. <laughs> Plus, if you got a problem, they'll probably talk to you about that a little bit, too. They can talk beer. They'll take care of you. girl problems, well, they'll give you a tip or two. Yeah. No matter what your needs, they'll take care of you. Yeah. Or they'll do their best. Point you in the right direction. Yeah. Good, good people there. That's yeah. one of the things I love about uh, Northern Brewer crew. You, you go out and hang with those guys. Some good people there, you know, and they're and they're passionate about what they do, which is uh, just rare in this world nowadays. Hey, that's the way to live, Scott, though. Very jaded, very non-committal. Doesn't want people to come into his location at the hop grenade. You know, it's just like that. Every day, I try and think of how I'm going to up the ante to get rid of this jadedness. I don't. I don't know what's left. Heroin. You're you're not going to. Yeah, don't uh, go that, down that route. That is just you and how you're how you're you're made up, how you're wired. <laughs> I'm just perpetually doomed to a life of been yes. there, done that. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Right. Yeah. Huh? Well, at least you know. At least you know it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, we do all share the same fate, so we're all going to end up dead. Yeah, but some of us, our life's going to suck. You know, like Scott. The rest of us, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy things. <laughs> Where he was surprised, pleased by life. Surprised just, by life? You know, <laughs> mire, you know, wade through the muck and mire of, of his existence. Jesus, you're ripping him <laughs> one right now. You're giving him a Baltica. <laughs> Mike's over here just like turning like... Yeah, a, ba- a ball kicker. A ball kicker. Yeah, I'm giving him a ball kicker. I'm surprised Tasty hasn't busted out his phone and started texting or something. That's usually what he does. In this oh, I was thinking about what I was going to do after. When it becomes show. uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I did check out a few minutes ago. <laughs> I can tell this. <laughs> Facebook update. <laughs> the show has taken an ugly turn. And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> a new low? I'm, I'm uh, just... We're not done yet. I'm just filling in the, the listeners arm. as to you know what our life is like here. I mean, for me. Right. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I think you've reached these lows before. I don't know. You're right. I've been there, done that. I think, yeah, I think I've insulted you at least once every show since we started. And it's usually off the air. So this is a step in the right direction. <laughs> at least you can write this off as fodder. Right. We we get some entertainment value out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Uh. <laughs> Scott's not going to show Speaking up right next, next time. <laughs> Well, and uh, no, I, I just, I just throwing that out there. I don't know. I, I want to make sure that you, you understand how much we value you as a part of our lives. That's not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> it's backwards day, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, no, not for you. 
No? It doesn't work for you? No? Oh, yeah. No, I, it does. It works. Everything. It, whatever. How much you do know? we think of you? Right. No, you're jaded. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter We've to you. have been there, done that. Right. Exactly. There you go. I'm just saying. Ah. Jaded. That Aerosmith song, right? Was the one? The... <laughs> <laughs> timely reference. <laughs> timely. Right. Well, and speaking of timely, how about, how about those Baltic porters? Um, Finally, yeah, we're some gonna, good beer. We're going we're gonna to talk about Baltic porter today, this show. Um, John, you want to kind of kind of oh. walk us through the uh, Baltic porter style? Yeah, this beer is really uh, an intense lager. You know, it's got this huge, mm-hmm. rich, malty flavored caramel toast. You know, you should get some warming alcohol and some maybe some raisin and prune flavors coming through. Um, you don't want like a dominating roast flavor, maybe hints of it, mm-hmm. um, but it's mostly for color contribution. The lager quality should always be there in the backbone. Um, it's it's a warming alcohol based beer that's you know kind of red to dark brown in color. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good winter session beer in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. beer I could mm-hmm. what's what's the it's a high gravity beer, ten six to ten ninety, twenty to forty IBUs. Um, well, it ranges, you know. Uh, it's a huge range. Yeah, I, I had a uh, people bring me all the examples they could possibly find from uh, Finland and around that area, and uh, yeah, they range from in the five percent up to the ten percent. You know, it's a, a wide range, and uh, the interesting thing about this, I think, is a couple of things. One is it's reminiscent of like Doppelbach. You know how Doppelbach yeah. kind of gets a little bit of that kind of dark, fruity, kind of fig, plum notes to it, even though it's a nice, clean lager? This is like that, but like a not-so-great brewed lager. Okay. <laughs> it's like a more of a crappy brewed lager where there's a lot more fruitiness. They're not, you know... It almost seems like they're not masters of clean fermentation, that they're pushing the temperatures, they're getting a little, you know, quite a bit more fruitiness and uh, higher alcohols and things like that. So you get quite a bit more, and uh, I think a lot of that stands out more in these beers. Yeah, you can kind of definitely get an impression of different Mm -hmm. flavors going on, Mm -hmm. dirtiness quality kind of. But they're not poorly brewed, though. No, no, no. I think, you know, it's it's become part of the style. Mm. You know, it's like, uh, you know, a uh, Anchor Steam, like a a California Common, where, you know, it's not a lager. It's more fruity than that. It's more, you know, there's more esters of, of fermentation than that. It's like, you know, Belgians, where... You know, there, there's all these other flavors that might be an off flavor if you're talking about, you know, American light lager. You know, the, all these are massive off flavors, but, you know, it's become part of the style. So I think, you know, kind of that, that, uh, estery, you know, fruity alcohol kind of character is part of the style. It's not, you know, it's lager like, but, you know, not clean lager like, I think right. is, is the thing that most people it's miss when they, re- when they read this style. The other thing is that I think is just idiotic is the comment in the style guide that says, uh, may also be described as an imperial porter. That's so not right. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Uh, imperial porter, then we're talking more about, uh, you know, you know, the robust kind of style of porter. I think everybody 
would assume an imperial porter is more, you know, the the darker, roastier thing. What this is is an imperial love is maybe brown porter. That's like a bigger brown porter with, and again, you know, some of the you know fruity esters and alcohols. It's just like a bigger brown porter, right? Um, you know, made with lager yeast at a a different temperature. What what have you? Well, the lager yeast alone. I mean. <laughs> The flavor influence of that changes mm-hmm. everything to the, being an imperial porter, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, and I think that's the other thing. A lot of times you'll see people brewing Baltic porter much darker, much roastier. So darker, okay, somewhat roastier, okay. But, you know, you get too roasty, then you're, you're, you're pushing over into a different style, uh, you know, uh, more along the, the robust or, you know, stouts if, if you go too far. Wonder if you could. Uh, is the recipe the same? We'll talk about that later. But I'm curious if you could just split the word and would one be an English yeast and one with a lager yeast? Would they actually be the style or not? Because would the dark malts be too much or too little? Right. I, I don't think. I don't think you'd, you'd either. You'd be too high a gravity, ah. um, and you know, or too roasted. So. That whole porter range and stout range, you know, that's where a lot of confusion reigns amongst uh, people trying to understand the styles. And I think this is one of them. It's like, okay, like a big brown, not quite robust, um, you know, sort of lager, sort of fruity alcohols, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a balance of those. It's kind of that one little narrow niche. Um you know, I, I think that's one of the things that, that people miss. But the name, the, the, the porter name itself is what's influencing people the wrong way. Right. I, th- I, I think just, so, yeah. I mean, Although, what does that mean, porter? I mean, if you, what, historically, do you know any of the history of the name at all? I'm just curious. Well, well, well they well, say it was. Based on English porter. Yeah. Or okay. In, you know, the people that would carry things, the porters. Right. And, you know. Okay. Um,. The you know my understanding of Baltic porter is that you know the the this was um, you know the Russian imperial stouts became popular you know porters were being brewed massively in uh, you know Russia I, not Russia in uh, you know the Russian imperial stouts became the imperial stouts became popular in Russia they were brewing a ton of porter in England that started spreading across the world, you know, as a, a way to brew. And I think, you know, they started brewing Porter. They started brewing them a little bit bigger. They started, you know, uh, doing these other things. They started brewing them differently. And they've continued to brew them. And with lagers taking over, they switched over to lager yeasts because they were also using the yeast to brew, you know, clean, you know, uh, lagers, you know, general lagers for the mass consumption. But they still continued to make their porter because people tended to like them, and they just used the lager yeast. And I, so I'm sure there's some point there where they used to be using ale yeast, and then they switch over to lager yeasts, and uh, you know the gravity started to drop. But it's still you know fairly substantial, um, just kind of like a backwater of of brewing style that that still exists, you know, versus everywhere else where porter completely went away in England. And, you know, loggers took over, you know, as far as the mass market goes, you know, so uh, a lot of, a lot of changes elsewhere. They kind of held on to this little island of brewing. And I think it was influenced by, again, 
you know, British porters being brewed, uh, the Russian Imperial Stouts, things like that. So, All right. yeah, interesting over yeah. over time how things change. Absolutely. All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll have uh, tasted our, our selection of commercial examples, and we'll go over them uh, right after this. You're listening to Brewing with Style on the Brewing Network. into the city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. (laughs) I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. (gasps) It can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service comes the Home Brewer. Dr. Blitzenstein? Yes, J.P. Noah. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My doctor, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creatures and the acid. <laughs> yes, J.P. Noah, we will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power! Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Glickman's with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to Enjoy a fight? Don't be silly, JP Gore. We have beer to brew. Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's the pale ale, you're good, but stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some grog tags. Grog tags are reusable, write-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest approved. Grog tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look. Ugh, it's that pseudo-Belgian. Yeah, we're getting him some grog tags, dude. Grog tag. At least your beer will look good. Grogtag.com. 
When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. All right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits? $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt. The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit AustinHomebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit AustinHomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, AustinHomebrew.com. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Enjoying some fine uh, Baltic porters here. Um, Scott was kind enough to uh, secure us some uh, white uh, Baltic porter, uh, some Baltica number six, and uh, some, he said, from uh, Lysian and uh, uh, 2NA. Uh, Scott. What's your uh, take on these beers? Well, this is another challenging style to find. The uh, the two one A and Elysian collab uh, is brewed with spices, with some pumpkin spices and stuff. So um, I found that that beer was pretty heavily drowned by its the spices. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me to sort of uh, taste and assess the the base beer behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does say Baltic Porter on the can, mm-hmm. so I need some credit for that. <laughs> The, uh, Just because we give you crap doesn't mean you need credit. <laughs> I don't. It wouldn't matter anyway. You want a baseline of, there, I'm not a complete idiot, so what you want, we'll yes, give you that. Yes, please. Right. Make a sign or something, would you? <laughs> Hang it in the studio. The Baltica and the Zwick were, uh, I thought they were pretty similar. Like when I first tasted them, they, they almost tasted identical. Uh-huh. The more I sipped them, the, the more they separated themselves from one another. I, I thought the Zwick was uh, sweeter, and it, it definitely had more alcohol character and, and flavor not as much heat, but definitely flavor. And it was raisiny. It had kind of the more malt character. Uh, the Baltica was was easily my favorite of these three. It, as I tasted it against the Zuek, it, it tasted kind of creamier and, and, and smoother and almost um, perception of like vanilla, hints of vanilla. Very enjoyable. Uh-huh. Interesting. Hmm. 
from your description, I would not have identified the beers that you were describing. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that your description of these beers that I'm tasting, I could not, if you just gave me the description of what you tasted and asked me to to say which of the beers that is, I would not be able to. Because you're saying the, the Zwick was sweeter yes. and then the, the Baltica was creamier and and then I, I, I you know, my... my taste perception is is different it's very confusing do you perceive the baltic as sweeter is that the confusion um the swick has a you know the fair uh, bitterness to it as well it is sweet um yeah you know now that i sip it when you're right it does have more bitterness maybe i was perceiving the malt forward the the, the more malty character of it as sweet mm-hmm. but now that i sip mm-hmm. it you're you're right it's not as sweet but it is maltier is it not or, or more malt forward. Well, see, this is the difficulty in describing beers when when we say malty. Are we talking about the sweetness of the beer, the malt sweetness? Or are we talking about the malt character of the beer? Well, the latter, and I said sweeter because I confused it for the former uh-huh, at uh-huh, first, uh-huh. but definitely the latter. Hmm. I think the Baltica has a lot of malt character. But in it's more focused in the toasty, bready kind of range, whereas the Zwick is more um, focused on the dark caramel, roasty kind of range, and is missing that bready kind of uh, malt character. Toasty yeah, kind of more on the edges, character. kind of uh, yeah, more licorice and, licorice, and things like that, molasses kind of sugar kind of thing see what we're saying there yeah so it's <laughs> yeah. got more of that and in, in the baltica um it has an abundance of malt character it's a different kind of malt character the one that doesn't really stand out it's very rich and malty character wise and but it's in the bready kind of toasty which seems you know subtle it's not as in your face but it's in a way i think more malty than the Zwick. The Zwick has got more of a... And the heart of maltiness. It's got the standard... It has that bready, malty, You can really dial into it easily. It's easy to find. It's big, and it's right there in the middle. Yeah, I guess... You see what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, it tricks my palate, though. Because it's leaning toward that bready toast. Yeah, and I I think you're identifying things well. I think, you know, it's just a description thing. You know? Um, how would I describe this? How would you describe it? You know, we're describing it two different ways. Neither one of us is right or wrong. It's, you know, perception translated into words. And that's that's where the difficulty comes in something like this. Do you guys, so, ag- do you guys agree that uh, the, the Baltica is the best of the three? I, I think it's the best of the three. It's a cleaner. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's uh, yeah. yeah, rich and malty. I thought it had you know, depth. Best ester impression, the, right? The right. prune character, there's plum notes coming through. Versus the Zwick, which is a little harsh. Yeah, the alcohol and was high too alcohol. Harsh. Yeah. yeah, like I said, you know, that's not a well brewed lager. I mean, you'd brew uh, this beer 
you know, in Germany and you'd get, uh, you know, much finer fermentation. Um, but I think that's part of the character of the beer now. Uh, 9.5%, you could get a 9.5% beer much smoother than that. That's a little a little rough. But I think that's part of the character. That's part of the, the style yeah. now. You know, a little more ale-like with a lager yeast t- kind of character. I think it's amazing how the temperature, as it warms up, they definitely, like Scott was saying, went their own direction. Uh-huh. They had their own. You could definitely pick up more flavors. Right. How did you perceive them, John? I thought the this week was it was a good beer, mm-hmm. um, but it kind of went nowhere with malt backbone. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I couldn't it's get over backbone. That, yeah. that harsh alcohol kind of made it too bitter for me. Mm-hmm. But the Baltica, I, I thought, like I said, the, the complexity of the malt was there, and the <laughs> esters and the the plum notes were nice. And the lager yeast is it kind of was really clean. It's always lingered. These are definitely both Baltic porters, right? The uh, the Zuwicka yes. and the and the Baltica. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Classic, classic examples. Do you pick up the Bal- the Baltic backbone of the of the two one A Elysian collab? Can you get that through the spices? Oh, there's so, and like you said, there's so much spicing there. It's hard yeah, it's to a pumpkin beer. get to the get to the beer. I hate spice beer. This in general, like it just it kills the beer. You know. Especially pumpkin beer. I know. Yeah, it, you could tell totally. that beer was probably pretty good without the spice. Like they should just can it without the spice. Yeah, I can't even taste the beer. No, I just taste spice. I wonder why they didn't just call it a pumpkin beer. Like you know, don't they sell well? You know, in the fall, why call it a Baltic porter? No one makes them. Right, right. No, you know, pump, pumpkin <laughs> beer is that's one of those things that that sells. You can sell it. You put pumpkin in a turd, and people would buy it. You know, you put pumpkin in soap, people buy it. Pumpkin is one of the latest flavors that everybody's excited about, and you can sell pumpkin anything. So it's just, you know, once you get them interested by saying pumpkin, then people go, oh, oh, Baltic Porter or Belgian, you know, triple or whatever the other one is. Um, Then, you know, you could see that. But it's just the nature of the market nowadays. You know, it's like Blondale. Nobody's buying Blondale. If you called it, you know, Pumpkin Blonde or something like that, or Ugh. you know, barrel aged blonde. There you go. If you took you took that same blonde ale, put in some you know Chardonnay barrel aged blonde oh. ale, all of a sudden you'd sell a ton of it. And then you could put Baltic Porter after it. Right. Right. See. There you go. You know, it's it's just the nature of the market, which really really sucks because it's limiting. The ability to to make some great beers, you know, some great standard classic styles. The only place you can sell those is in your tap room. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be able to sell them at the Hop Grenade because you know, but they'll be your slowest moving beers. Just kind of the way it goes. And that's why you know a lot of proprietors, you know, a lot of publicans uh, just avoid them. Why right? Do you, why do you want a slow moving beer? Yeah. Now, what about for you, Tasty? Um, you know, I was, uh, I actually enjoyed the Zwick, because uh, it had more, to me it has more character, it has more, uh, it's more interesting, it's a beer that I could, you know, have with maybe certain foods that I think would bring out, uh, ele- you know, uh, good things in both the beer and the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Baltica, yeah, it's, well, it's a great beer, it's nice and clean, it's got a, has a fair amount of lager character. To me, the, the. 
it's it's you know in some ways a little bit boring it doesn't doesn't thrill you yeah i mean i don't know it's not as funky i guess as the uh, as is wick yeah, seven percent on the Baltica. The uh, Zwick is uh, nine and a half. Um, so longer yeast will do nine and a half, or I mean, oh sure, most oh, really? almost yeah. any yeast will do do that. You know, fifteen. If you, At a cold if you push ferment. It. Yeah, I wonder if they don't. Yeah, the lager yeast don't forget will ferment more sugar. Uh, some of the longer chain sugars, the raffinose, oh, raffinose, and such. I got you. Uh, whereas ale yeast won't. Right. So it can, you know ferment out a little a little bit more you tend to get some pretty good attenuation on the lager yeasts which is one of the recommendation recommendations i do for people that are trying to get a beer to finish out you know drier you know they talk about you know using champagne yeast and things mm-hmm. i was like you know maybe pitch some lager yeast mm-hmm. since it'll consume some of those longer chain sugars just to kind of clean it up a little bit more yeah, a little, why not? A little bit, a uh, little bit more attenuation if that's what you're shooting for. Sure, but that would be at, at lager temperatures, or you would use lager yeast hey, at any regular. You know, once you ferment it out, oh, then it would everything else. Yeah, just hit it with some I lager see, yeast, yeah, uh, warm. A second, uh, a yeah. second, yeast right? Pitch. A finishing yeast gotcha. pitch. Probably not a bad practice to apply to all beer. A cleanup batter, mm-hmm. insurance so. policy, really. Yes, hmm. there you go. Yeah, um, but so you like this wick? Better? Um, yeah, I think I do. Even right. though it's the you contrary clean. You. I don't know. I just yeah, more character has more character. A little bit of right, right. Uh, maybe a little well, roastier. Maybe it's a little bit too roasty. But uh, it is the uh, it is uh, listed just ahead of Baltica in the oh. style guide. Hmm. Uh, so a, yeah, has a nicer roasty quality to it. Yeah, you know, Too for me, it's just missing that that bottom end. It's missing, you know, uh, that full round rump, like a good round rump. <laughs> to, speaking of which, right now, speaking never. of which, yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, if you like a full round rump, I suggest you get yourself to Adam and Eve. AdamandEve dot com. There, if you like oh, the, the, the you like the full oh, you the like the full bus. round rum. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm giving Plisé credit for that transition. <laughs> Thank right. you. They've, they've got uh, they've got the uh, you know the fake the fake rear ends. Yeah, they got where you can, you're like you know back. made from uh, you know some porn star. Mold, uh, yeah, mold they, their they, ass. they got everything, and I tell you, it's called the grip and rip. You know <laughs> the grip. <and> rip. <laughs> You know, they even, that I know. You know the D, the DVD categories. They got big butts in the DVD categories. So if you like, they the, have to have that. You like that's, the big, that's very bigger end. They, you know, they got that sort of stuff. You go to AdamandEve.com. You use the offer code Style S T Y L E, and your first item that you buy, fifty percent off. That's the only thing you need to pay for. Fifty percent off that first item. You pay for that. You're getting a free extra gift. So essential, I can mention it. You're getting. Uh, free shipping, and you get three free adult DVDs. You get to choose from categories such as anal amateurism, big breasts, big butts, bisexual, chunky coeds, fetish, gay, interactive, POV, lesbian, milfs, and etc. Nice. And I mentioned the free shipping. Stuck on coeds. What? There you go. Stuck on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you can even do this from your mobile phone. You go to adamandeve.com on your mobile phone, and. 50% off, all that. Use this, the code uh, STYLE, S-T-Y-L-E, and uh, you get all that stuff for, for for free. It's a heck of a deal. It is a deal. So oh, check yeah. it out. If you, if you like a big bottom end, 
love a go to adam and eve i i would say baltica and uh, adam and eve those, those are the things you should go for if you like a, a a bigger top end i would say the zwick and adam and because they got the big breasts It'll spice things up in the bedroom yeah, yeah. there you go strong beer and uh a good set of d-cells an hourglass figure and a woman named Baltica. Oh, yeah. And you can uh, use your uh, phone to order, uh, by the way. Right. You can go mobile. A lot of people don't know that. Go mobile. Uh, when you're in the in the can, yanking, the can. yanking hard on it, you, you say, can what I need. pull up the, the site to you know get you some better porn. There you go. Yeah. Did you catch Blizzay doing a Russian accent right there for a second? Can you? What was the coupon <laughs> code in your Russian accent? Uh, Baltica. <laughs> no, not the, st- the coupon style. Yeah, but yeah, say it in a Russian accent. I wasn't. Gonna, I was doing that. I can't do that. I, I, I'm shy now. Sorry. Shit. All of a sudden, he's become shy. Eight years in. Eight years. Oh, I've become shy. Okay. Sure. Sure. All right. Let's give. Uh, let's take a short break. Get, let John overcome his shyness all of a sudden, and uh, let's get his coach in. And uh, we'll come back and talk about recipe right after this. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and Bruin brother Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously? What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight doesn't stop at 14% like most meaderies to save 40 cents a gallon. Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. Be a part of the BN Mead Explosion and ask for, no, demand Moonlight Meads at your favorite bottle shop. Moonlight Meads, girly names, manly meads. Hey, sign me up for that party. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring... Monk's Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's 
21st of February. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. This is a public service announcement. <laughs> hey, dude, I think there's... Uh, <laughs> What's wrong? You don't look so good. There's, <coughs> there's something wrong with your beard. It's making everyone sick. <laughs> don't let your beer make your loved ones ill. Proper cleaning and sanitation is the key to avoiding puke on your shoes. But I used an all-in-one... Cleaning and sanitizing cannot be done in a one-step process. No cleaner can sanitize, and no sanitizer can clean. The amazing chemists at Five Star Chemicals have your solution. Clean with BBW and sanitize with Star Sand. Fantastic! Your friends and loved ones will thank you. Five Star products are available at fine homebrew shops near you and online. Put your best beer forward with Five Star Chemicals. Your one stop for the cleanest two-step solution. Brewers, anyone can resell homebrew equipment and recipe clone kits. Get original at Adventures in Homebrewing. Adventures in Homebrewing has the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipe kits that you'll love. Home of the Serial Killer Grain Mill, 220,000 BTU propane burners, custom stainless steel false bottoms, as well as custom-built brew stands and systems. These are just some of the items Adventures in Homebrewing designs and manufactures in-house. And the brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing keep designing, too. Original extract and all-grain recipe kits that are tried and tested and proven to be of the best quality. Most popular are the Blueberry Tangerine Porter, the Nor'easter Cranberry Fest, and the Peanut Butter Conspiracy Stout. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing's original recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And don't forget to use the coupon code BIG10 when you place your order to save 10%. That's coupon code BIG10, B-I-G-T-E-N. Visit Adventures in Homebrewing at homebrewing.org right now and get original today. Homebrewing.org. Join the Adventure. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Plisé. It's brewing with style. Baltica. 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 Oh, Ticka. Ticka. I've been mispronouncing this whole thing. Thanks, Scott. You gave me a little <laughs> 10 seconds worth of fame. Now. Oh, I love it. Can we do that through the whole break? I'm, I'm all for it. Shit, yeah. Right. right. Yeah, what were we talking about during the break? We were talking about uh, what you missed during the break. Uh, <laughs> Our tasty, new statement. Tasty's happy ending. Uh, what else were we talking about? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember now. But I like to repeat what we were talking about during the break. That's, that's, that's my latest thing because because we we tend to talk about some bizarre stuff during the breaks. I mean, the conversation goes from well, the reason why I do know, the show. We, we we start on something and then it's just like by the end of the break, it's yeah. just like okay. So me and John double ending uh, Tasty's uh, physical well, therapy. We talked about Adam and Eve a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we did talk about you know, this girl. We it. talked about Slickwood. We talked about. Yeah, I mean, slick you know, wood. Yeah, right, sure. Yeah. Right. I tell you, and, uh, it came and, up. And here's the naturally, thing. Naturally, you know. I think people should be willing to pay to sit in the studio with us, not to hear the show, not to, to participate the, in the show, just to hear what we're talking breaks. about during the breaks. <laughs> eh? Yeah. Eh? I'm telling you. 
that's 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 radio gold right there that's what you should be promoting in your uh your hop grenade yeah there. come up and hear what they talk about during the breaks yeah. right that's like you should have the mics on then well, we're going to do a new uh, program for subscribers soon to give incentive to folks, you know, offer right. some bonus content and right. uh, BN Breaks. That's on the Ooh, list. Ooh, boner content. You, you got it. Yeah. BN Breaks. I like it. Right. Hmm. Uh, I think it's the best part of the show when we're not actually talking about the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're raunchy when the microphones are on. When they're on, yeah. yeah and then we get off, serious when they're off. Yeah. God, our listenership died all of a sudden. Oh, sorry, Justin. We uh, <laughs> changed the format. <laughs> well, they, they would pay extra. The, there you go. To hear there that garbage. Go. I mean, that uh, extra garbage. content. All right. Uh, recipe, recipe, uh, recipe. Recipe? Recipe. So, Jamil, do you have a recipe? I do. There's a book called Brewing Classic Styles. If you want to know what my recipe is, go, go buy yourself a copy. I set you up for that. There you are. Uh, I, I like to use some Munich malt. I like that I like that Baltica bready, malty, nice background. Uh, I like to use some uh, debittered malts. And I'll tell you one of the things I'm, I'm a big fan of now is Brees Black Prince. Huh. I used to go uh, Vireman uh, Carafa Special. I like the Black Prince better. Why? It's got a cleaner, dark malt character. Hmm. Better color without... Sometimes with Vireman uh, Carafa, you get some kind of funky, kind of green, veggie, uh, jalapeno kind of things going on. Like you will from a roast malt sometimes. And you get a little more kind of off character from those. I mean, it's fairly subtle, but if you're starting to use it in large amounts, you get some of that. With the Brees Black Prince, I get a much cleaner, nicer, you know, just color and some background kind of kind of character. Hmm. I'm real real pleased with the Black Prince from Brees. Nice little tip. There you go. I'm not I'm not uh, getting paid for that. Maybe I should be. And that goes yes. in your shallow grave. We use that your, in Shallow Grave. We uh, use that in the Twin. We use that uh, a That's, number of places. Well, if you know what I mean. You just gave uh, away a big secret means. there, Mike. What do you think? Well, he gives his recipes out. That's true. He only wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I like that. I, you know, um, some of the lager yeast, you can use... Um, uh, one of the interesting things, uh, you can use like a... California lager yeast, like a steam beer yeast, uh, and a porter. That turns out quite nice. You can use uh, lager yeast. Some of the lager yeasts are good. Um, you can use uh, something like, uh, like uh, what's the uh, Swedish lager yeast that? Uh, the Czech Budovich? No, 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 no. Swedish. Swedish, sorry. Um, Anyways, uh, you can use a variety of yeast in there. I think uh, the the important thing is, for me, like in the Baltica more, you know, it's some Munich. It's building up that bready backbone and a, and a light roast, uh, you know, color, you know, more with the uh, uh, Black Prince uh, type of thing. Maybe a little bit of caramel malt and then, uh, you know, kind of a not-so-clean lager fermentation. Uh, I think is is a good way to go. Uh, target around uh, yeah eight percent, eight to nine percent. I think is a a good range. 
So are you fermenting it warmer then? If you're going to make you can, you can. Okay. Like high 50s or something? You know, there's so much effort into making a clean lager that uh, I think it's easy not to make a clean lager. <laughs> Although Baltique is relatively clean. Okay. You know, hmm. there you go. Black Prince. Black Prince. I like it. Black Prince of Bel Air. You got it. All right. What What about you, Tasty? Check it out. Well, I've got, I made the, a Baltic Porter once. Um, don't think it was for a competition, but it might have been for like a homebrew club style of the month kind of thing where we all brewed uh, Baltic Porters or something like that. Uh-huh. So I evidently I wanted mine to stand out because I went a little bit crazy here. Um my uh, OG would have been uh, 1081, so it's up there at the towards the higher end of the scale. Um, it was it was uh, 26% Munich, 26% Vienna, and 26% Pilsner. Hmm. Three uh, three base malts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Pilsner is not an uncommon thing to have, I would think, in a beer like this. And right, of course, right. yeah, absolutely. Neither is Munich, and Vienna is just to me another. That's another one. So so that's you know I got a little bit. Those are good choices. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Uh, my five percent uh, carapils, five percent crystal sixty, five percent uh, flaked wheat. I tend to, I, I interrupt you here. Yeah, I tend to go with the darker crystal, uh, more uh, of the figgy kind well, that'd of. That'd be uh, like one twenty or so, right? To yeah, uh, eighty to one twenty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have five percent of that. You might mm-hmm. use less of, of the bigger of the mm-hmm. darker crystal. Uh, 5% uh, flaked wheat, mm-hmm. uh, 3% crystal 20, the same, whatever, uh, about 1% black patent and about 1% uh, chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mesh all that at 150 for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hops, um, just uh, about 38 IBUs. Uh, and you're not really looking for a hop character, you're just looking for a, a balancing bitterness. Yeah, yeah. So like... Uh, 25 IBUs at 60, and then uh, three IBUs. Of, uh, that was per, per lay at, at 60. Uh, Saws, uh, 5.8 IBUs at 30 minutes. Um, Saws, again, uh, three IBUs at 50 minutes. And uh, Saws, again, at flameout uh, mm-hmm. for an estimated 3.8 IBUs. I use the... Uh, the Bach 833 used. And I'm mm. sure I truly mm-hmm. did lager this beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure at the end I raised it up to like to do a big diacetyl rest. And uh, especially to get the uh, to get this beer to dry out. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1081, it's going to be pretty big. Uh, one thing I didn't mention is that at uh, 15 minutes before the end of the boil, I also added... Uh, about ten ounces of uh, blackstrap molasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, I'm trying to get the beer to right. to stand out amongst, like kind of like how the Zwick. the Zywick yeah stood out amongst the the Baltic. It's got a bit it's of just a clear. licoricey I mean, the, kind yeah, of exactly. you know character, which I think you get from blackstrap molasses. Right. You get that kind of more that bite of the back blackstrap, and I think that yeah. you you get that in that beer. Right, so I, I'm, you I know, can so see doing in, that. In trying to like you know stand out amongst mm-hmm. eight other ones, as well, let's just add right. some more that kind of character. Well, and plus the simple sugars in the yeah. black step molasses will you know ferment out. Yeah, it so dries it up. If you're trying to get a higher uh, uh, you know uh, ABV. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, you know, it depends on which way you want to go. If you're looking for the Zwick or you're looking for the Baltica. Right. I'm more Baltica, you're more Zwick. Well, again, yeah, it happened to be in the action tonight I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. mm-hmm. It depends on what you like. Yep. Now, how about you, John? Do you have a, a Baltic porter in your history? I do, but I vaguely remember it, but I think it was all German Pilsner Malt, about 12 uh-huh. pounds uh-huh. over five gallons, uh-huh. two pounds of Munich, uh-huh. and then a quarter pound of chocolate, uh-huh. and then like a half pound of carafa, uh-huh. and then I would uh, do maybe a half pound of Kara Munich. Uh-huh. And then I would use Hall Hollow Tower all the way through, probably two to three and a half ounces. Right. For remember the uh, Bach 33 yeast, probably three weeks. All right. 52, 54 degrees. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm going sense. for more of the 1060, right. 1058, you know, more of a blood red color. Right. You know, right. I think making red beer is very hard to do, actually. Yeah. So, um, Yeah, I, I, I could see that as well. Um, that, that that grist and all that. Uh, you, know, you both are doing some late additions. I could see doing that, but I, I could see just a bittering addition mm-hmm. is the way I go. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking for just the bittering. I don't want the hops to get in the way of that malt character and 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 some of that uh, ester profile things like that. Uh, but you know, I could see doing it either way. Uh, you know, shooting for a balance, a little bit on the sweet side. Uh, you know, rich and full and winter warmer type of type of character. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Let's do this. Let's take another uh, break. And uh, when we come back, we'll answer any questions about uh, Baltic Porter right after this. And now, Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World? Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at £7,000. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer has... Excellent That's just a crazy dream, or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and water for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of superior customer service and the finest selection of home brewing goods for the future. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the Home Brewed Chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. 
When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeast, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. You're listening to Brewing with Style on the Brewing Network. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, during the break, we talked about uh, John's secret room. We talked about uh, dissolving bodies in drums of acid. We talked about. Uh, what is this wee business? Yeah, it was all Scott. We? Sorry. Right. Yeah, it was it was Scott. All my ideas. <laughs> yeah, they were all Scott's ideas, like he said. And uh, we were just sitting here appalled that he would think of such a thing. Uh, we're all more Frightened. Boy Scouts, and Scott's the the, the very uh, homicidal perv. I think at one point, Tasty said, I never. Right, right. He was and shocked. He clutched his chest. Well, and he put, like, flowers up to his nose to... Uh, Ward away the vapors. Yes. He's wearing a garlic necklace, too. <laughs> okay. Right. You have a Bible on you, Tasty? I must have some. Thought I sensed that. that. Yeah. It's in the glove box, just in case. In case he has to beat a hooker. It's right on yeah. my right. here. <laughs> I mean, in case he wants to refer to a passage in the Bible. Yeah. Or beat a hooker senseless. I, you know, I'm not judging here. Hey, don't judge me. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm as quirky as the next guy's. <laughs> Yes. Speaking of yes. hookers, did this, you did you hear about the? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Speaking of hookers, yeah. Go ahead. The Super Bowl, it like attracts it attracted four hundred thousand people in the city. Uh huh. And the feds just arrested like forty thirteen to seventeen year old prostitutes. Really? Uh huh. And yeah. and their pimps are sending them there because they can get business. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So why are thirteen people- to seventeen right, years so, old? What the hell is wrong with people? I worked in the in the software industry and went to Comdex uh, many years in Las Vegas, and 
yeah, you know, anytime there's a big conference or, you know, gathering of dudes, they send tons of hookers to the place. I mean, you know, go where your customers are. You know, like, why do you rob banks? That's where the money is. Why do you send hookers to the Super Bowl? That's where the penises are. That's where all the the penises are. Exactly. I mean, where the fuck's wrong with society? I'm just surprised that people are... I'm surprised people are surprised at this. This is fucked up. Where are these 14-year-olds, though? I feel like every hooker I see is, like, in their 30s and... uh, uh, Every hooker you... Of color. You you see. I don't know. Every hooker you employ is... uh, Yeah. Make a deal with. I don't mean just, like, glance out on the street. I mean, I'm seeing them. Yes, right. Like, before you got married, you were seeing... Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before I got married? You mean now? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's... Yeah, they're all all older. It's... Yeah, it's hard to find the 14-year-olds. Where are they? They're all at the Super Bowl, apparently. <laughs> Anyways, what that's my, that's to my do news with, flash for the day. What does yeah, it have John, to do with John thinks it's messed up. I, you know, the rest of you know, he's 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 a good dude. Well, when you have uh, a kid and you're like, oh my god, yeah, you know, oh. Jesus, what's wrong with? But you? But if you're looking at your child and then thinking about underage hookers, then maybe that's a little. No, I'm thinking about there's perverts out there like that. Think <laughs> right. 13 year olds okay? Well, that's why you have a gun. I will kill them. And you learn to shoot, and you know. Somebody comes to the door, knocks at the door, and asks for your daughter, and you just kill them. Dude, dude, instantcheckmate.com, background checks. Let's do this. <laughs> Not that I know any of this information. There you go. <laughs> do they send hookers to NHC? I feel like that would be right. Oh, yes, right. they do. They do? No way. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you remember Oakland? Yeah. We, we were in the... Uh, we were hospitality at, suite. We were in the hospitality suite. It, it was... It was like eight o'clock at night. It wasn't, it wasn't like, that late. Yeah, it wasn't. It was pretty you know, busy. Or it was like after, right after you know dinner. Oh. It was like six, six thirty, something like that. Yeah. And several, several uh, ladies of the evening uh, Some local, came in, open girls, yeah, yeah, and and found themselves a couple of. Uh, I guess the guy's name was John. I'm just saying. Was <laughs> me. He went out with one lady on each arm, and he was thrilled. Wow. You remember? <laughs> yeah, he thought this was great. He did. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't have to call for it. It's right, it's right here. here, full service uh, NHC. That's it. Well, in case there's any pimps listening, that's <laughs> right. uh, that's your next after the Super Bowl. Exactly, uh, Grand Rapids. I, I oh, imagine yeah. Grand Rapids. I'm telling you, oh, there's 3,500 you know drunk males at Grand, <laughs> in Grand Rapids come come June. Uh, that's where you want to send the uh, the prostitutes to. That's true. And uh, you know, you can make it make make some good uh, good bank there, and then uh, you know, have some beer, <laughs> right? I, I, you know, not that I would partake, but I'm just saying this is you know that's that's where no scruples, lots of discretionary income. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's your demo, baby. Right, right, and you know, a little bit liquid lubricated up, you know, a right. little liquid courage, and well, they had scruples, they but you know, away they went. Right at club right. night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. After club night, I'm telling you, uh, a lot of guys are willing to do pretty much anything at that point. So there you go. Or anyone. You guys want to answer some uh, Baltic border questions from the chat? <laughs> oh, sure. I'd yeah. rather answer questions about prostitutes at NHC, but uh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, there was a couple kind of along the same lines. Uh, Dr. Hoppenstein said he was confused. Oh, that guy. That guy said he was confused. Uh, on lager versus ale yeast for this style. Uh-huh. Is the lager yeast just a historical yeast used in the Baltic region? I would feel English yeast, lower mash temp, uh, healthy dose of uh, 
higher love bond caramels would be caramels rather would be uh, better to get the flavors and style guideline. And if it's a lager yeast, what what strain? And also open the well, kind of similar. He said, how inappropriate would the Munich Helles yeast be for this style? That's a huge question. Yeah, uh, you know, tasting the classic examples, uh, tasting beers from the region, it seems more lager yeast to me that wasn't that great a fermentation versus English yeast. English yeast has a certain character to it. The lager yeast have a certain character to it. These are lager yeast beers. And it's, you know, I think, again, early on, maybe they were using ales or whatever, and then, you know, either, you know, like Germany, they started switching over to lager yeasts or, you know, maybe, you know, maybe in a more modern times they switched over to lager yeasts. Um, but I think, I think the lager yeast is the way to go. Or maybe you might be able to do it with like a European ale yeast where it's got kind of that not quite so clean kind of, <laughs> of uh, ale yeast character, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good way to jump in there, John. So, so, so what other styles were they making with this yeast? Say, no, I say when the style evolved, you said they were they they were making light beers. Well, were no, were, I imagine is there a Baltic lager. Or I imagine there? today, yeah, 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 there are. Okay, so you know, that's that's what the majority of the world drinks. Right. So they're just drinking, making like yeah. some derivative of German. And they're style just like, beer. well, we can't get rid of this beer. Let's keep making this beer. Let's start using lager yeast. Okay. Yeah, why go, yeah. I wonder if that was the case. And this, I'm thinking they just don't burn lager brewers, so they had right. lager yeast. Right. Uh, it's like uh, what I hear about, uh, you know, like uh, <coughs> the Guinness that's brewed in the tropics. Those are breweries that are lager breweries, and they, what I've heard may or may not be true, is they brew a base lager beer, and then they add the Guinness uh, flavoring to it to, uh, you know, make the rest of the beer to add the uh, stout character and all that i see so uh, there you go they very well could all right yeah that's it for tonight thank you uh to the questions for the chat <laughs> so there you go <clears throat> there you go one question apparently we're just ripping it up here we're out of time <laughs> we spent too much time talking about uh women of the night we're not out of time we can always talk about women of the night Oh, Scott, I think Scott's had enough of us. Was I a little a too rough to on you? Was I was I hard on the beaver earlier? Nah, Is man. That what I'm, I'm been there, done that. <laughs> you can't Very jaded, jaded of you. Jaded. All right. You know where to get a get a hat at is in the BN in the store. Store great hats. If you want to be hard on the beaver, check out our our fine sponsor adamandeve.com. Check out Northern Brewer. Uh, check out all our fine sponsors and check out the Be- Brewing Network store, uh, the Brewing Network <laughs> slash store. Uh, lots of goodies in there that you can get. And when you buy those, it goes to the bottom line of the Brewing Network and helps keep fine programming like this on the air. So uh, be sure to check it out. Until then, brew strong, everybody. You know.